Welcome back. It's Laws. In the building with Shaq. In the building. Aaron in the building. Uh, this is Black Sports 980, where we talk sports and anything that's relevant that's going on. Uh, we got a packed headline show for today. You know, a lot of stuff we're going to be discussing. Um, primarily football, because that's, that's what we talk. Uh, off To get things started off jump, last night there was a game, Ravens versus the Browns. And I can honestly say I wasn't too enthusiastic about watching the game, but because I play fantasy, I had uh, Travis Benjamin on my team. So I needed the Bama to give me 20 points. So I stayed up and I was watching the game only for fantasy. I didn't even care about the like the game per se, only for fantasy. And so I'm watching Josh McCown do all these check downs and stuff. I'm like, yeah, come on, dog, throw the ball deep. And the game goes down uh, to the wire. Uh, Josh McCown gets knocked out of the game. And collarbone, that's what they said for, for my man, collar, broken collarbone or something like that. He's done yeah. for the season. Austin Davis comes in, throws a touchdown to my man, Benjamin, hooked me up. That I mean, that joke took me over the top. That joke gave me the 20 points I needed, so I was boosted. And then I'm thinking the game's going to go into overtime. And then a kick, uh, Coons' kick gets blocked. And Will Hill returns the jump for, for a touchdown. And the Ravens squeak out a win. So, what did y'all think about the game? Did y'all watch it? Did y'all even stay up for this show? I didn't. I didn't watch it. I'll tell you that right now. I honestly didn't care enough to watch it. Didn't even waste your time, huh? Them precious hours of nope. sleep. He was like, nah, can't do it. Aaron, you, you watched it? Yeah, I stayed up and watched it. Um, it wasn't as bad as the two teams playing would have you believe it would be. But um, it was it was sloppy. Uh, I saw somebody post it. It looked like a MEAC game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Yo, Joe was John entertaining at the end though, because I was like on the edge of my seat and I was just kirking. Cause you know how like when you need your player to get you like just a little, like you need points and like they keep doing all this dumb stuff. I was like, young, what are you young? Stop throwing him the ball, dog. Like throw it to my man. Like it, it just but I was pleasantly surprised at the end, you know, to find that it was it was somewhat entertaining. Uh, I didn't I didn't necessarily expect that. I thought I, I for sure thought Johnny Manziel was gonna be warming up on the sideline when uh How much you when Josh McCown got hurt. But they carried my man though. They carried him, and they went to Austin Davis. So so my question is, like, what's gonna happen with the Browns? Like they lost that game. Like it sucks to be a Browns fan right now because, like, I thought for. Personally, just watching the game, they looked like they had control of the entire time, and I thought they was gonna win. And then for them to lose like this, like, well, what happens next? Do you is, is Mike Patton gonna get fired at the end of the season, or should Johnny Manziel start, or should you go with Austin Davis? Because I mean, he looked decent at least. Like, what, what like, what's, what would you do if you, if you, if you running the, the Browns uh, organization? I mean, Austin Davis, in regards to him, he never really looked like a bad quarterback. He was behind, he was in St. Louis before, correct? Yeah. Yeah, so he was behind the million dollar um, glass man in Sam Bradford. So he had to (laughs) kind of take that back seat because they're paying Sam all that money. They had no choice but to pay him whenever he got a chance. And then even when Sam got hurt, he was like third string, so he never really got full-on reps. When he did play, he played decent. So Mm -hmm. you can keep starting him. He's not going to be any worse than McCown was, that's for sure. But as far as Johnny, they're done with him, so let him move on. And Petten, they should be done with him, so they need to move on. Yeah. I mean, if if they're done with with Mike Petten, and they don't do anything with Johnny, and Johnny stays on the team. I mean, does the next coach come in and try to like, I mean, I'd I, i I'd be interested to talk with the organization and see how they feel about Johnny Manziel because like, it it's kind of feels like an RG3-ish type of situation where you have 
you know, upper management wants one guy and then you have the coach who is not interested in that guy and is kind of like moved on to another guy. So it, it, there's no telling like what direction they're going to go in as a team. I mean, I already know what Aaron want to do. He wants, he want to let Johnny Manziel rock. But I mean, given the circumstances, do you, do you start Austin Davis's next game, Aaron, or what? My stance will remain the same. If you don't think the person you're starting has the potential to be your quarterback for the next three or four years, at least, then why are you starting? Well, yeah, I mean, well, they, I guess they're going to have to see with, with uh, Austin Davis and just really see if he can, if he's that guy. I mean, I, I don't think he is. And I'm sure I think you, if you ask. You go ahead. Go ahead. No, nah, go ahead. I think it's the same situation in Washington. It's like you have a guy that you're going to play because you like his uh, maybe his temperament better or the way he conducts himself um, with the media and off the field and things like that. But he's a backup. I think Austin Davis is a solid backup, a solid to good backup, but he's not a starter in the NFL. I'm ready to go in, coach. Just give me a chance. And Johnny Manziel, he has the potential to be a starter, but you're not going to find out what he is or what he's not unless you play him. Yeah, so I mean, it's, what they gonna do, man? What are they? What are the Browns gonna do? For real, Mess for real, like the Browns. Yeah, I mean that's what they do. <laughs> that's what they do, man. That's that's exactly what they do. They mess stuff up. I seen the little thing today. Browns fan dude was kirking in the parking lot, <laughs> talking about he hate losing and, and tired of losing and all like that. So. I don't know. They got a lot. They got a lot, a lot of questions to answer out there in uh, Browns country. Uh, moving on to a different team, one that's close to home, the Washington Redskins. They got a W versus the New York Giants this week, twenty to fourteen. You like that? And now you they're like sitting that? at the top of the NFC East, chilling, and the fans is hype out here, and. I'm like trying to tell people they need to calm down. Like it to me, it's like it, it's kind of like you know, like if you was you was like with a girl, and then you found out she was like talking to some other dudes, and you was just like, nah, I ain't messing with this chick no more, young, because she oh she kind of shady, and then she like just called you one day, and you was just off the by yourself, and then talking to sweet talk and then he's like oh let's go out let's hang out and he was like young she bad young I'm, I'm gonna just get with it and then you go out that joint and then you just get swept right back into a bad situation and that's what I feel like with the Redskins like they play like they play good this week and it's like almost like yeah young like I want to rock with them tough but like I know I know the truth like they not really about this life and they they've shown promise they've they've been you know they've been good like the last game they played good but i just know like it's not gonna last i would not be surprised if monday night we the cowboys come here and we lose um this this is our first back-to-back home game stretch so i'm sure kurt gonna play i mean he's home when he plays home he plays good but when he goes away he plays like some trash so uh we'll we'll see I, the question I have is, can the Redskins win this division? Will, will they win the division or will they will they not win it? What do you think, uh, Aaron? I think the Giants game decided the division uh, pretty much because Philadelphia is trash and Chip Kelly is trash as a GM. Uh, Romo getting hurt means that the Redskins will probably win those two games at the very least. So that's three games, the Philly game and the two Cowboy games, where that equals, uh, what, eight wins there? And eight and eight probably wins the division, unless the Giants get on a roll and went out. I just don't see how, um, I don't see how anybody else in the division wins the division. Yeah, I mean, what do you think, Shaq? Do the Skins walk um, off with the NFC East title? Do they get it? <laughs> 
I mean, crazier things have happened. My team made it to the playoffs at 7-9, and nine, so I can't say they won't win it, man. At this point, it is what it is. Who Who's really going to stop them? If not them, then who? Like your boy said a couple weeks ago. If not them, then who? It, it's, you can't count on Dallas. You can't count on the Giants. And Lord knows you can't count on Philly to take it away from them. They're the ones playing the best in the East right now. So <laughs> until proven otherwise, it's got to be them, unfortunately. You know what? I, I'm going to tell you what else you can't count on. Kirk Cousins. Can't count on him. <laughs> You just can't. I mean, right? They they got Monday night versus the Cowboys. We don't really do good on them primetime games, so I wouldn't be surprised if it's like 13 to 14, we lose. Then we play the Bears. The Bears been playing kind of tough. It's at Chicago. That's an L. Then we play the Bills at home. We might get them, you know. Then we got the Eagles and the Cowboys. Now, I don't know what the Eagles going to be doing at that 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 time. Probably, gosh, who knows? Probably personnel, like evaluation. So they might lay down. They might not. I, don't, I mean, who knows? Uh, and then we play the Cowboys the last game of the season, and they're terrible. So, I mean, 8-8 eight eight is, a, is a very plausible situ- a scenario for the Redskins, and it looks like they may, they may you know, win a division. Now, I know people are like, young. I mean, aren't you from there? Isn't that your team? Like, you don't even sound optimistic. It's because, like, I just don't get my hopes up no more because the skins are, like, wishy-washy. Like, one week they come to play, next week they they don't come to play. Like, that's just how they are. So I'm the type of person, I just wait, I, I'm just wait and see. I'm not going to really get too hype, whatever. If they win, they win the division, Okay, and then they're going to have to play who, Green Bay or somebody or, or Seattle? Oh, nah. We, and they can't be none of them two teams. So, I'm just going to just, just chill. We'll just let the season play out. Um, you know, right now, I think the Skins are just a placeholder for the NFC East at the top of the division. Um, you know, for now, and maybe maybe things will change. Maybe 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 they'll, they'll uh, play consistently consistently you know, here on out, but I mean, it, 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 we just gonna have to w- wait and see because I, I definitely don't have no faith in them. Um, moving on to our next subject today, it's uh, a little, a little different, different uh, topic than we, than we usually talk about because we don't really talk about college football like that. But uh, uh, a report came out. Um, some people had to watch them post. Will Will Hobson and Stephen Rich, they wrote this article and it's entitled "Why Students Foot the Bill for College Sports and How Some Are Fighting Back." And so when I first like saw it, I'm like, "What do you mean they fit in the bill?" So apparently, some of the, the these schools are basically charging on the tuition money from the students for like athletics. So they're like charging some schools is like fifty dollar fee. Some schools like a $300 fee. Some schools even high as like $700 fee for athletics that they're getting from each of these students to like help with calls for the athletics. And when you see the kind of numbers that's, that they, they uh, calculated on this thing, I don't know if y'all got a chance to read it, but dog, this is, the, I can't even believe that they're, they're taking money from these kids for these athletics when they're showing these numbers like it's saying like some of these schools went from like 90 90 million oh no no from like 17 million in 2004 to like 90 million in 2014 like that increase of money that the school has gotten not not from just just from like revenue tv contracts and stuff like that but then on top of that they're taking money from the kids to help pay for all other stuff and you know these coaches they're getting like four or five million dollars for some of these big name schools and then they're taking money from the kids on top of that and so if they like pay severance to these coaches that they fire after like two seasons or whatever like they just they're using the kids money to pay all this stuff off and like to keep you know, opposed to like using the revenue that they've generated from just like, you know, just the school itself. 
So I mean, what, what were your thoughts on it? Did y'all did y'all get a chance to look? Yeah, on? I got I a read chance. It. Go ahead, Aaron. Yeah, I mean, I got a chance to look at the article. I kind of have an alternate view on that. Um, I don't want to hear any of these kids crying about four or five hundred dollars when <laughs> the, the athletes that are out there playing are playing for free. And you can say what you want about a thirty thousand dollars scholarship on half of the guys who once they graduate can still barely read or function as an employee to be able to earn for uh, themselves outside of playing football somewhere. Um, a lot of that money that gets generated goes towards the school. And a lot of the prestige that's built for these schools, it comes. It doesn't come from academics, it comes from the notoriety from the football team. And I just feel like them crying over $400 or $500 when you have people out there working for free generating almost $100 million. I think that's the real issue as far as the money that the school's making compared to one item line on a $30,000 bill. I'm supposed to get upset over one $400 line because it goes to the athletic department. Yeah, nah, that's, that's, that's a, I mean, that's a real point. What would you think, Shaq? Um, I'm kind of in the middle about it because I, I did see Aaron's point as well. But for me, it's more so having gone to school, I know I'm still paying student loans however many years later, that paying for something that didn't really benefit me in the end, it's it's annoying. Um, when you're in school, you're not thinking about it. But then to look back at it and realize you paid an extra $2,000 or $3,000 for throughout the course of your life there that you have to pay interest on going forward is not fun at all. Um, I think, though, that some of the schools, they benefit while they're in school because they're paying that, but then they also get to go to games for cheap or for free as students. So you can't have it one way, then have it the other. Um, I mean, if you're, if you're not paying to go to the games, you shouldn't be complaining. If you're paying to go to the games and you're still paying this fee, then that might be a reason to complain. But like, yeah. said, like Aaron said, the bigger point is you're paying this small amount when these kids are out there building a name for your school. You wouldn't even want to go to those schools half the time, and you wouldn't have something to enjoy on Saturdays if it wasn't for these kids out there playing for free. So think about it that way. Like maybe this money should be going to those kids instead of going to the school itself. Yeah, nah, no, no. I mean, if you're gonna take kid money from the kids, at least give it to the people who are generating the money. Like the players on the field are actually responsible for the all this money being brought in. I always say, like, if if all the 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 student athletes just banded together and was like, we're not playing, they would get anything they want. To me, it sounds like the administration is double dipping. Like they get money on the back end and they're like, yeah, we want to build a new stadium, but we don't want to like use this money. We just caked up off of, how about we just uh, raise that that fee from 200 to 600 and just put it into tuition and then we can get the stadium. And then, you know, we'll just pull, we'll, we'll pitch it like this. And they'll be like, you know, a lot of times they'll say they're going to build something on the campus or the school or improve stuff. And then they'll, they'll like, give like a, a five-year plan but the kids that's going to school at that time will never like reap the benefits of what they're paying for towards the school and i mean for real, for real when you see what kind of money they're making they don't need no money from the kids like they just don't like they just that's just a little like they're taking that to like why spend it out of our pocket when we can spend it out of their pocket and then we can like spend it to justify why we need it and I mean, to me, it's just wrong, especially like, like I'm like with, with, with a kill, you know, I got student loans and, and and if you're incurring, you, a lot of times these fees that you're paying towards the school or if it's, it's been put it in the tuition, that's not like, like, it's not coming straight out of your pocket. Usually it's a loan that you're taking out for most, most kids, they're taking out a loan to pay off the school tuition. And so you have a, a money going towards something that's not really, you know, fostered around your education it's more centered on the school itself because at the end of the day 
the school is going to benefit more than the student from whatever it is that they 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 build or upgrades they have like like even like and i don't i don't think they mentioned oregon but like you think about them the jerseys that the team facility uses for the for the players like the nike jumps them jumps is not cheap and they taking it like okay again we're gonna have our players looking sweet and, you know what i'm saying like I just think it's misguided and I think it's wrong when you're taking from, from you know, from the kids. You know? I mean, I also think you should be paying the players that, that play at these schools because they're free labor. Like, free labor. It's, it's, it's slavery all over again. But, like, I, I don't... I, I think that, like, they won't change anything for, like, the small minority of, like, student-athletes but I think as, as as a whole, if it's brought to light, you know what I'm saying, the amount of money that these these uh, schools are, are bringing in, I, I just think that that conversation about paying a player is going to continue to like come up because the money is insane. It's insane. It's insane. Um, I'm a I'm a tweet out I'm a tweet out the uh, the article on our, on our uh, our page so people can take a look at it and look at these numbers because the numbers are ridiculous. Like millions 70 70 million in 2004 from 49 million a decade before like the money is just crazy like and it's it's going up every year like every year the money's going up and it's still like yeah we're gonna take uh we're gonna increase the uh, athletic fee from 200 to 400 like what like why y'all just got 40 more million like it, it just doesn't make sense to me but Moving ahead, we going we changing, we changing lanes. We going over to basketball. Shoot the J. Where Shoot it. The Black Mamba said this week that he's going. He's this is his last season. He's done after this. After he's been playing like some straight doo doo, Bama looked like he looked terrible. Um, he I, he definitely looks like he's the Peyton Manning version uh, on the basketball court because he's been jacking shots and just he's really hurting the team. But uh, Kobe said at the end of the season he's gonna be done. So my question is, is that is is that too long? Is he is he still in money right now? I mean, I hate to say it, but he's he's still in money, just like any other player. You can't hold him exempt because of his legendary status. Right now, he's still in money. It's plain and simple. He he deserves the money. He's earned it but he's not contributing to be worth it. So you got to say he's still in it. But I mean, it's Kobe Bryant. He's a top five Laker all time. He's legendary amongst NBA history. So you kind of take the good with the bad. They knew they were giving him a bad deal when they gave him the 30 million or 20 million, whatever it was, um, extension that he got a couple years ago. They knew it was going to be dead money, but they paid it to him because they wanted him to finish out his career in style with the team unfortunately the style part is out the window right now they gave it to him Aaron what you gonna do with Kobe you gonna tell him bruh need you to retire it depends on who you are the Lakers are gonna generate so much money with this farewell tour that they're probably out of everybody that he's um, still there cause from a basketball standpoint he's not worth I guess the money you're paying him but from a business standpoint, from the Lakers organization, they're going to make a killing the rest of the way of the year. No, they are going to make a killing because his jersey's about to sell out. Like, they about to just turn this out into an all-out campaign for Kobe Bryant last year, farewell. And every city he go to, you know, they're going ha- to they be selling Kobe jerseys and doing Kobe bobbleheads and all types of crazy stuff. You're right. No, I ain't even think about that. But, yeah, they about to get – they going to try to milk – it's like it's like uh, there's a store around my gym called City Sports, and they was like doing a going out of business, and they put the signs up, and they were like, "Yeah, we going out of business, liquidation, everything must go." Like Bams came was going in that gym buy sneakers, swim shoes, all types of stuff out of there. That's what they doing with Kobe. Like they trying to get as much money as they can back from this deal because otherwise he's just stealing money. Bama Jack, like he, yeah, I, I mean. He looks bad, you know. He looks bad, and I'm sure I mean, he'll probably have a few games where it's not that bad, like where he like scores like 25, or you know he, he comes through in a clutch. Like the other night, he hit some some late jumpers, but 
the one that counted, he just didn't even hit the rim. Like it just, he just threw the, he just did a little, you know, that little spin jump where he just spin and just cock his leg back and shoot. Joan didn't even hit the rim and then they lost. <laughs> <laughs> Joan, yeah. Joan was, it I looked, mean, it looked, to prove your, to prove the point though, I was just on Instagram and seven straight posts, Michelin Nets, Finish Line, Champs, NBA.com, all of them, Kobe Bryant jerseys and Lakers apparel. So that proves the point right there. Everybody's trying to cash in on it. And the Lakers, I'm sure, are no exception to that. So it's definitely going to be a money grab for you. Like when Derek Jeter was leaving and when Mariano Rivera was leaving the Yankees. Yeah, every same way. around the league was treating them with some kind of special tribute and selling special merchandise that day of the game. Everybody's going to try and cash in off of it. So it is what it is, but... But you don't need, but this is he deserves it. Yeah, I mean, I guess I, I I was I was one of those people like you know who saw Jordan when he played for the Wizards, even though he was like washed, but still like just to see him like yeah, that's MJ, you know. So I guess for for the like the 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 avid basketball fan that just loves the game, you know, I guess you're gonna go and see him when he plays your your, your uh plays your team, but you're not really like. He ain't about to go out there John and dunk on nobody cause... <laughs> Nah But I mean I'm yeah. guilty of it too Cause the second I heard He was retiring I went to see if he already Played the Heat Since I'm in Florida now <laughs> he us, Like a month ago So I missed the chance To see him um, so I, Unless I drive up to Orlando Or something I'm not gonna get to see him Yeah, yeah I mean I guess, I guess It's the last It's the last It's the last Heave ho So if you If you trying to see Kobe in your town you been, this is it. This is it. Last time to see the, the black mamba. Um, Open up them wallets because you're going to have to pay. Yeah, <laughs> nah. They, I mean, <laughs> what? Why are ticket tra- prices? Did see Obama shoot 0 for 15? It doesn't nah, matter. Dog. Ticket prices is going to be sky. The ticket prices were always expensive when he came to town. Now that it's the last go around, it's going to be the most expensive ticket of the year, guaranteed. Him and him and LeBron were always the two most expensive tickets, and because this is last season, it's not going to be anything higher. Oh, that's crazy! No, I'm not. Yeah, you know, I can't. I can't pay triple to see Obama shoot bricks off the top of the backboard. Like I can go up to Bowie Rec Center to see that if I want to see Obama just shoot bricks. I'm not paying triple price. You can't do it, bro. So uh, to another team, they actually play the Wizards tomorrow. Oh yeah, what's up, Aaron? You trying to go to the game, yo? Yeah, we can go. <laughs> hey, yeah, uh, you can go out there, Joe. See, see, see him shoot off the top of the backboard. Uh, I'm looking at Ticketmaster ticket for that game, and then Ticketmaster for the Bucks, and see how much difference it is. No bull. What do what the tickets look like, Aaron? <laughs> They're at least triple. Come on, man. I might Come go on. anyway. Though. Yeah, well, I should have. I should have been in nosebleed just to be there. Y'all gonna be like, no, nah, we can't do that. <laughs> oh, <nah. laughs> I'd be up top with binoculars, like, yeah, there you go, right there. <laughs> so I think moving that's on him. To a, yeah, I think that's him. Uh, moving on to another team where I buy this dude jersey, Steph Curry and the Warriors. Uh, tomorrow night they go for their twentieth victory. Zero losses versus the Bobcats, and I mean, if anybody saw the other game the other night, they was in a they was in a, a close one, but they pulled it out. Steph Curry again, young at the end, he just just turned it on, hit a trade, and was like, "Yeah, we about it." But like, you starting to see like teams playing like a lot tougher. But I mean, it, looking at the upcoming sc- schedule, w- when will they lose, young? When will somebody beat the, the uh, Golden State Warriors? Like they got the Hornets, Raptors coming up, Nets, the Pacers. I think the Pacers might can give them a little bit of go. Uh, I think the, the Pacers look nice, young. They look sharp this year to me. Um, but I, it's oh, they almost they won twenty games and zero losses, young. I said my magic number is twenty five. They get the twenty five games with no losses. They might beat Michael Jordan in them record, young. I, I, really I mean, don't so. forget, they was only five games off of it last year. They missed it by five games. So it's not like we haven't seen this from them before. So they're better this year than they were last year, it looks like. Um, 
the best shot we have to have somebody beat them in the next five games or so is the Pacers for sure. And Paul George has to be unstoppable. Um, yeah. I saw him a few he got to go on Fuego. And, yeah, he was in Fuego against the Heat and just totally destroyed us. Um, but other than them, I can't see. It's got to be a total upset. Upset City has got to be. And for somebody else to have a chance, it's going to be the biggest upset of the year because I can't see the Raptors or anybody else beating them. Maybe the Cavs on Christmas Day, but other than them two teams, I can't say anybody for sure. It's gonna no matter who it is, it's gonna be an upset. Yeah, and uh, I mean, Paul. First of all, behind Steph Curry, Paul George is my my MVP runner up. He is cooking, though. He no, he put he put the oven on four fifty bake and took took the Washington <laughs> Wizards and put them in. <laughs> cooked our life away, though. Put us on the bottom. He put us on the bottom rack underneath the uh, stove, the the, uh, the broil rack. You know, that's what he did to us. You know, cooked our life away. I was like, young, this Batman's gonna stop. He was hitting trays. He was going to the rack. He was hitting the mid range. Like, young, he right now is is uh, the truth right now. And Batman's is sleeping on the Pacers, and he's sleeping on Paul George because I know he had the little injury last year and he kept him out all year. But right now, he's as good as anybody right now. And he's carrying the team on his back. I don't know how long he can do it, but from what I'm seeing, like he looks unstoppable. Like unstoppable. Like everything is in his arsenal. Mid-range, three ball, take you off the dribble, step back, everything. So, like I I mean, I mean the Raptors are okay. So they they might could give Golden State a little bit of go. But Golden State's ball movement, I don't know if people have like watched them. Young, these Batman's passed the ball so like they're like a uh, upgraded San Antonio Spurs team with better like shooters. Like the way they swing the ball is just so quick, so efficient. They don't waste no like they don't. Bams is so unselfish. It's just ridiculous how they how they like play together so like well. And I know Steve Kerr, you know, seeing the fact that he he was a part of that Bulls team that 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 broke the record. I'm sure he can give them all the tips. Like look, you, know, you gotta bring it every night and telling them like what they need to do in order to like. You know, break the record, and it would be something special if they if they did. I mean, yeah, kill you bring up a good point. They almost broke it last year. They almost did it, and this year they're like they're better than they were last year. And I didn't think they could get no better, for real, for real. But uh, I mean, anytime you got a a shooting guard who come out the tunnel and just shoot the jump from the from the from the tunnel hallway, bruh, that's a pro. He's a problem. So I, I mean, if, if the if the Pacers don't do it, maybe the Cavs on Christmas Day, and they will. I mean, the NBA would love that. They would love that for the uh, for Golden State to still be undefeated. Come the Cavs December twenty fifth on Christmas Day, mm-hmm. they would love that. So I wouldn't be surprised if they put a little league orders and cheat code for them Bamas just to get them to that day. Cause they know they're gonna cash in with that jump. You know how the league do. So we'll see. But tonight, the Wizards, speaking of the home team, they play tonight. And who they play tonight? Who the Wizards play tonight? Let's see here. Wiz. Cleveland. Cleveland. Oh, they about to get blasted. They about to get blasted. They been they no, first of all. You said what? They won't score more than 75 points. No, yeah. They the Wizards have been playing terrible. Right now, they're six and eight. Four game losing streak. And uh Gortat, this Batman airing out all all the all the team business. Talking about they just they they not playing together. And he just this Batman just, just spilling his guts out to the media. I'm like, no, you got to chill. Cause he just telling me like we don't even I don't it's bad even coming in here and all like this and just talk about we gotta stop the negativity. Bruh, you on here talking negative. Like, you can't be telling people to stop negativity and you you out here talking negative about the whole situation. Like, all I need Gortat to do is just rebound and play defense. Because right, right now, the Wizards look terrible. John Wall, this Bama, he can't shoot. Bradley Bill made a glass. 
the only person on the team that I feel like been consistently playing pretty good is Ock Porter. Outside of him and, and Gary Neal, he been he been playing good too. But outside of them, everybody else like John Wall. I hope he listen to this, Bruh, You got to step your game up. You have to. I'm tired of defending you, dog. I'm tired of it. Trying to defend like, nah, you good. <laughs> Calling you a top five guard in the league and all this other stuff. Dog, I'm tired of it, dog. You making me look like an idiot. You are. Step your game up, dog. Strat. I don't know why you have to be motivated by like, this This one thing that bothers me about John Wall. I see it feels like he has to be motivated by outside people in order to like, like play his game or like strap up or play to the best of his ability. Like right now, he's just, I don't know. I don't know what's going on, dog. I don't know what's going on. But you need to break out of the slump. You need to start doing, sticking to your strengths. Stop pulling up threes, dog. You watching Bradley Bill in practice, he messing you up, dog. That's not your game. Your game is going to the lane, slashing, driving, kick. Every once in a while, you can hit a little 15-footer. That's okay. I want you to be able to take those. But, young, these, these coming down, pull-up threes, like you Stoyakovich and somebody, no, dog, stop that, stop <laughs> that, please, please. Well, Aaron, what, what are the Wizards going to do? What do they need to do to get right? What they should have done three years ago, which is fire Randy Whitman and get rid of Nene. I feel like they completely <laughs> changed the uh, they changed the whole system for the team and put a bunch of new players in without at first like breaking the system in or. Um, having any like game reps with that system so you just assuming at that point that Ernie Grunfeld is going to make the right uh, evaluation and personnel decisions like he's um who's the guy that was with the Grizzlies and uh, like uh, the Grizzlies and the Lakers Who Jerry, uh, Jerry West or something and it's like did the Wizards fan really expect that to pan out correctly. I mean, I got excited in the preseason when they were putting up 130 points and 120 points every game. But the more you think about it, this is more like exactly what you should expect from the Wizards and the coach and the general manager. Yeah, man. Shit. Oh, it's just so disheartening. So disheartening. Like, especially the other night where they lost the game because this Batman can't hit a free throw. Come on, dog. Come on, bro. Come on. You know you know what it made me think of? I thought about the time when Gilbert Arenas went to the free throw line and, and uh, LeBron, like, whispered in his ear, said something to him. What, I don't know what he says to him. And the Bama Gilbert Arenas missed the free throws. And then he was just, like, complaining, like, young, you can't talk to me at the line and all that. Like, dog, these Bamas just look terrible right now. John Wall, this Bama can't pass right now. He's turning the ball over. He can't shoot. And... He's hurting the team because the ball is in his hand every single play, just about. And he's not making the right decisions. And something's got to give. I, something's got to give. I, I don't even know what it is right now because, I mean, you need him to just play better. Um, so, you know what, Le- you see know what LeBron night. said to him? What LeBron say? If you miss you going home. <laughs> <laughs> He said, league order. It's my time to shine. That's what he told him. You can't, you can't go further than me. It's impossible. But oh. I mean, as far as the Wiz now, you're just seeing the continuation of the downward trend from last year. Because last year they started off hot. And after the All-Star break, things started to fall apart. They still made it into the playoffs because they started off so well. But people figured out Randy Whitman's game plan with the talent he had. And the talent he had started to break down, so it was in and out. You couldn't keep any continuity going. So now you have just a, a broken down machine that's just dysfunctional, and it's not going to change until something else changes. You can keep changing pieces, but they know Randy Whitman's system. His system's never won anything, so it's time to change it. Oh, I said after the playoffs last year, Randy Whitman got to go. Fire him. Got on nine, got on Sports Talk 980, which is our local radio station, and told uh, Kevin Sheehan and Tom Lavero they should fire Randy Whitman. They said, mm, 
As soon as I get on the phone, they're like, eh, I don't know why you want to fire Randy Whitman. Like, he, who, you know, he's, he's this, he's that, he's this, he's that. I'm like, no, this is Randy Whitman's fault. This is all Randy Whitman's fault. John Wall playing like this, it's all Randy Whitman's fault. I, it's something going on in the building. There was something going on last year in the building. And we, we were, me and Aaron were trying to figure it out, put our hands on it. We couldn't figure it out. And I'm telling you, that same thing is back this year. I just don't know what it is, but something has to happen. They got to get rid of some players. They got to shake some things up. They got to, I, I mean, Randy Whit, it's Randy Whitman's fault, though. It's Randy Whitman's fault. They're playing so Cap- bad, is- they're going to kill their opportunity to get Kevin Durant next year. Yeah, because him and him and Westbrook are playing wonderful together. So why would he leave that to go play mediocre, mediocre ball in D.C. just because it's home? And he don't even like playing at home because of all the pressure from his family and friends when he comes to town. He got to get 50, 60 tickets a game. He don't want to deal with that. But he would have put up with it to win, but not to lose. Not at all. No, I'm, I'm convinced. Last year during the playoffs, when Kevin Durant was not playing, he was chilling at home. He was watching the playoffs. And he saw all the dumb moves Randy Whitman was doing. He was he was convinced in his mind I would never play for him because he's terrible. And he had and he and he's coming from a terrible coach. What well, Scott Brooks was terrible. He was worse. Yeah, we gonna than hire Randy him. Though so he was worse than Randy Whitman, and he was like, "Oh nah." And then you know what's gonna happen? Oh, this is the worst thing that could happen. They, they gonna, gonna hire Randy. Scott Brooks. High Scott Brooks and think that that's gonna be a draw for Kevin Durant when Kevin Durant don't want to play for that bum. You think? Come on, young. You gotta be use your use your minds, people. If Scott Brooks was that vicious of a coach, all Kevin Durant would have had to do was go to the front office and say, "Young, if he's gone, I'm gone after this next year." I like Scott Brooks. Keep him. Do you know Scott Brooks would still be the coach there? Do y'all know that? And Scott Brooks would have a job now, not sitting on the sidelines like Mike Shanahan, watching from his couch. So sad. People and people like, okay, you, you Scott Brooks, and then Scott Brooks, will, you know, he'll be the draw for KKD because he that was his former coach, and he liked, bruh. If he really liked him that much, they wouldn't have Donovan. There as the uh, as the coach right now for for OKC. That's his bottom line, because because the superstars carry weight in this town. Look at Co- Kobe got two coaches fired, so the superstars carry weight in this town. You know what I'm saying? If your name is not Greg Popovich, then the superstars are, are hold more weight than the players. That's that's in every situation, every team, every case. Um, so we're gonna see we're gonna see how it plays out, you know. Wizards, I mean, it's still early. And I know they're not, you know, it's only like 15 games in, but if they keep losing, it's gonna get bad in this town. It's gonna get bad. It's gonna get bad. Yeah, something so, something's gotta change. Yeah, I, I hope I hope John Wall, you know, he can get it together before it get bad, because when it gets bad here. It gets bad. It gets bad. And I don't think he really want to see bad because then he won't even be able to go to the grocery store like with a clear mind because it'll be, and he won't want to leave. This joint is going to get bad, bro. So I'm telling you from the from the bottom of my heart, you need to, I don't know if you got, if you got to watch the back to basic, basics basketball videos, the old jumps. I don't know what you got to do, dog, but you got to improve. You got to. Um, I mean, outside of that, that's that, that's really it. We had had on on, on tap for the day. Um, fantasy football. This is the last week in fantasy football. So I hope I, I, I don't overthink it. I need you it, to people. lose. Don't overthink. I need you to lose. I, I need a W so bad, young. I need no, I need you to lose, man. No, you gotta lose, son. You're you're in the eighth spot. I need that eighth spot. I need you to lose, man. Yeah, for for the, all those all those playing fantasy football, um, and you and you trying to get in the playoffs, you right there on the bubble. Don't overthink it. You drafted your players for a reason. 
a lot of times what happened is people would just be get they'll just get so like confused like yeah should i play him should i play him should i play him like yeah if, if, if it's not tony romo which you can't play because he's done for the season but i'm just saying like your players don't don't play no jets players keep them all out of your roster except for, except for ivory 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 do all right too Ivory do he does he does oh this week he did good but like Ivory will go back to 13 carries for 46 yards next week like that's just how Ivory <laughs> is like he'll fry one week and he'll be like oh yeah that Bama vicious and you put him in your roster and Bama 12 carries 21 yards two catches for 13 like now what is you doing though because the Jets like they got down in the game or something like that so my uh, uh my my go-to for this week, if I if I had to like give you a player that that is a must start for this week fantasy football, my must start for this week, I'm gonna give you a wide receiver and I'm gonna give you a running back. At the wide receiver wide receiver position, must start DeAndre Hopkins. Must start AJ Green. Must start. You have to have them in your lineups this week. If you got them. Just be boosted because they're going to fry for you. Uh, running back, must start. Doug Martin, you got you to gotta give him a shine because he's been doing work. If they would have kept giving him the ball, they, well, I know they had to abandon the run because they got down two scores and they had to like do a bunch of passing. But two weeks in a row, he's put up, he's put up nice numbers. Nice numbers. So you, you got you to gotta start him. Uh, I know what was a slick waiver wire pickup. Uh, what's what's the uh, tight end that's behind Gronkowski? What's his name? The uh, can't even think of his name right now. Hey, don't Chandler, even Scott Chandler, Scott Chandler. Yeah, that's a nice little sleeper waiver wire pickup. Go ahead, go ahead, holler at him. Get him on your roster. Help you out if you if you hurting at the tight end spot because now that just for this week because this week is crucial to get into the playoffs. so if you need a little sleeper tight end and you can't you don't have a you know Tyler Eifert or one of these big name tight ends that's a nice little little sleeper pick um so I mean outside of that y'all got any you got any uh fantasy advice I know I know kill sites because his boy what's his name Rawls for Seattle, he been doing work. Though. Yeah, Thomas Rawls. Yeah, he been doing. Yeah, he looks like he's gonna be able to replace. He's a free agent, rookie free agent, man. He didn't even get drafted, so. But he he's everything they wanted Kristen Michael to be a couple years ago when we drafted him, where we could finally find a replacement for Lynch. It looks like because he's able to make all the same plays that Lynch would make. Um, they're not the same running back by any stretch, by any means. Lynch is a much angrier runner and a much harder to bring down runner. But because Rawls is younger, he can carry the ball more often. So, I mean, he's looking good. I'm not going I'm not going to hang all my hopes on him yet, but I wouldn't be surprised if he's our future running back. So, we'll see. He's been doing good fantasy-wise too. But as far as fantasy goes, my my must start is I got to say Aaron Rodgers because he's playing Detroit. He's coming off a couple bad weeks. He needs to have a good game. So, I think he's going to pull one out this week. Versus Detroit. Detroit yeah, played two yeah. weeks of good football, though. Detroit they trying have, to turn things around. They have, but he's he's got to he's got to show and prove. And you know, Aaron Rodgers has that mean streak on him when he had when he when the chips are against him, he shows up big sometimes. So I think this will be that week he shows up. Mm. All right. Who are you playing this week? I don't know. I'm not paying fantasy any attention this week. <laughs> uh, what did what did Miami Dolphins gonna do? Bill La- Laser, he done. They 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 just keep trying to find a, a scapegoat to all the problems. The problem, but at least they trying football. something though. At least they trying something. They they're not sitting still on their horses like uh like the Browns are with Patton and all of this other stuff. Where there's there's a losing culture in all these other cities, and they're not moving. At least the Dolphins are moving and trying stuff. Because all these other teams that we see, the coaches are lame duck and they're just sitting there still. See who else you have on your roster as far as coaches go to see if somebody can take those reins before the offseason. So I commend them for that because the coach they have in, he might not be the answer, 
but he's also working with damaged goods. I mean, he, he seemed to improve the culture some, so you know he's a good enough to at least get another coordinator job or keep a coordinator job there. You've learned that much about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nah, I, I, I agree. I, it seems like he has he has shifted the culture a little bit there. Um, I mean, but they still, like in my opinion, they still a little too pass happy. Um, Eddie Lacy's trending up. That's my man. He's trending up. China, he had two two back-to-back good games. CJ Anderson had a good game the other day. Uh, is he is he going to put two games together like that? Because each other like lost his job. To, um, to, Broncos uh, running backs never put two games together anymore. So I can't say until I see it, I can't say it. Because Broncos running backs will have one good game and then disappear, then one and disappear. So I can't say he's going to put two together. Damn. Did y'all see that Odell Beckham Jr. catch, though? <sighs> Bruh, he might got the nicest hands in the league. Hands down. Yeah, I can't I can't debate that at all. Yeah, his hands nice, you know. But, so we're going to stay in tune. What's the game for Thursday night? It's a football game Thursday night? It's the Packers and Lions, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's going to be nice. I'm going to be watching that, John. We might have to do a Hooters mission for that. And, uh... See that, Joe. Uh, any any final words? Anybody got anything to say? Maryland, North Carolina today? tonight. Oh yeah, Maryland, North Carolina. Oh, who go? Who you got in that, Joe? Aaron, you you gonna put you gonna put something on it? Never. I don't gamble anymore. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I like Maryland. You like Maryland? Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a test. It's gonna be a test. Um. I don't know how I'm gonna watch oh. all of them at the same time. Is it? It's at seven or it's at nine? Nine thirty. Nine thirty. Okay, yeah, I might be able to catch that too. I mean, it, it, like the Wizards game will be going off, and that Jonah kind of be starting. So, uh yeah, I'm gonna check. I'm gonna check both of them out. See what the Wiz gonna do, and then see what Maryland gonna do, and then uh, we'll, we'll. I mean, we'll discuss it on on Thursday, and uh, see how that is. Uh, so with that said, uh, this is Black Sports 980. You can follow us at BLK Sports 980. Uh, you can tweet us questions, topics. You know, you just want you know you ask us personal questions, whatever. Uh, you might not answer, but you can ask us. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, also. Uh, what else we got coming up? I'm trying to make sure I cover everything. Sometimes I'll be forgetting. I've been taking these Ginkoba Galoba or whatever the Jones call. What is it? It's Galoba. Yeah, try to help them get the memory back, you know. Um, I guess that's it, young. Yeah. Black Sports 980. Um, we'll, we'll holler at y'all on Thursday. All right. Shut up! Give me a turn to speak! Fine, see? You do that to me. How does it feel? How does it feel to be told to shut up? We've talked about... Let me speak!